You're listening to the CountryCast podcast presented by Stony Creek Brewing Company, happily served from Brantford, Connecticut. Welcome back to the CountryCast podcast featuring your favorite and most beautiful host, Brandon Clay. We're back, boys. We got new music. We got a bunch of stuff coming at you. We have the Morgan Wallen thing that we're going to touch upon. We got Thomas Rhett's new album coming up in April. We got Asha Cook on the rise. We got Carter Faith. We got Brooke Eden on the rise. All these female country artists. Today is actually International Women's Day. And we're going to touch upon the rising female country artists that are in the industry right now. Making it big. And making it pretty darn big. Uh, But the first top five songs that I'm listening to as always. But first, what's up? It's been a couple weeks. I recorded an entire episode. I don't know, last week when I was home. I'm, I'm barely home in my home studio, and I can barely touch my microphone, my, my little, you know, soundboard here, and, and I miss it oh so much, but I'm back now. Weather's getting a little bit warmer. It's looking like it's going to be 66 on March, like, what, 15th or something like that? Kind of cool. So I hope everyone's doing well. I just got word that you don't have to wear a mask in certain indoor places if you have proof of a vaccine. A COVID vaccine, that's pretty cool. I'll tell you, in the past two months, I know a lot of people that got the cove, and I still haven't gotten the cove, so fingers crossed. Kind of crazy I didn't get it. I I couldn't tell you how many COVID scares I've gotten. When I mean COVID scares, I mean like, oh, bleep, like, oh, I, I got the COVID. And turns out I never got it. But you know why? It's because I drink Stony Creek Brewing. <laughs> no, no, no. Then drinking Stony Creek Brewing, I mean, as, as great as a beer they are, they don't cure COVID. But, hey, while I get the COVID scares, I drink nothing else than Stony Creek Brewing Company beer located at your local brewing company in Brantford, Connecticut. Be sure to go check it out at Stony Creek Brewing Company. Was that a good impersonation of my my advertising voice? I thought that was pretty good, no? Does it make you not want to buy Stony Creek Brewing Company beer? Located in Brantford, Connecticut. I think that's pretty freaking good. Come on. Oh, I need a co-host so bad, bro. I'm losing it still. Since episode three, I've been losing it. So let's do top five songs of the week here. We got so much new country artists coming at you. I've been listening to kind of the same country music-ish vibes. The only one that I'm kind of liking that was just hit me was this one, Nelly in Florida Georgia Line. And by the way, Nelly sucks. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. Just a little bit. I don't. Ha- I hate Nelly. Nelly sucks for a fact, but this one's pretty good. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Catchy. There's always been that that whole thing with Florida Georgia Line breaking up. There was that big fiasco of rumors and, and whatnot, and it just wasn't a thing. It never was. It never has been, and it never will be. They were actually my last country concert when country concerts were a thing. Remember that. Uh, that's number five. At number three, I'm sorry. At number four is Thomas Rhett's What's Your Favorite Country Song? Absolute jam of a song. That's been on the radio. I don't know if that's reached number one yet. I'm pretty sure it did, but it's a play on words of what your country song is. I think it just jumbles up a bunch of country lyrics from big name hit songs. It's pretty catchy. I like it. Uh, number three, Nico Moon, I called it. Good time. Just trying to catch a good time Even if it takes all night 
pass that bottle around the campfire. I told you. I was telling you. He's on the come up. I don't. I mean, he needs to make another song soon, but he's on the come up, my boys. Uh, I like that one a lot. Number two. I again, I called this one a long time ago. Gabby Barrett, the good ones at number one right now. Number one song, Gabby Barrett. She better win a couple of awards this year. That's on radio now. I, I called it. It wasn't on radio in March and April when I was saying it was going to be a good song, and it's now a good song. Honorable mentions, the two new ones by Thomas Rhett. We'll talk about the pre-order album uh, expected on May 2nd. I didn't realize it was going to be that late, but it's cool because the, the album title is called Country Again, Side A. So we're going to kind of see another bit of Thomas Rhett, more of a countryside. Here is Wanted Again from the new album. And then here's the other one called Growing Up, the two songs that you can listen to right now. Very country again. I could agree that last Thomas Red album, the TR album was pretty poppy, but it kind of wasn't. And I think that was a good country summer album. You know, it, it had so many hits. It had Ain't Nothing That a Beer Can. You know, it had, so, I, don't y'all love my singing? It had that one. It had, oh, what the hell was it? it just so many good. I'm pretty sure it had three or four number one hits. Could be wrong. Fact check me on that, but could be completely wrong. And the number one song that I'm listening to that's on the radio, Luke Bryan is back on top again with Down to One. I love it. That's, that's going to be a summer. That's going to roll into the summer of country. You know what I mean? Like, you have that specific playlist of country music that you listen to from whatever, May 1st until it gets cold again. <laughs> that will be on that playlist for sure. Uh, but speaking of warm weather, country music always calls for warm weather. And I'm super excited. We're going to get 66 degrees up in New England on this upcoming Friday. This is the first time we're getting, I think, above 60 since, I don't know, what, September, bro? I think. I'm kind of excited for that. I'm not going to lie to you. That means... No more snow, right? It was funny. Like here in New England, last week I was going to buy a winter jacket. It was literally the first week of March. It was negative 20. It was kind of snowing. It was kind of raining. And I'm sitting there like, I need a winter jacket. And now in four days, it's going to be 65 degrees out. So thank God I didn't buy the freaking $200 winter jacket that I almost bought that I just didn't end up needing. (laughs) Whatever. That's New England for you. So plenty of country news coming at you. Ashley Cook is a rising artist that we're covering in just a little bit. Uh, again, go check out our past interviews with Hallie Kearns and Troy Cartwright. Got a couple new interviews lined up for the next couple of weeks here, so be sure to check it out at The Country Cast and everything The Country Cast on our Instagram. Uh, we're posting stuff. We're posting stories in, in kind of, well, not really we, but me, posting stuff here and there, but we got a, a good lineup coming at you. Uh, in a couple months. So stay tuned for that. I'm super excited to show you what we got. So let's get into some country news. First things first, right off the bat, we already mentioned it. TR is back with a double album. I've never heard of double albums until Morgan Wallen's Dangerous album. I didn't know that that was a thing. I don't know if it's going to be a trending thing going forward. 
but it looks as if that's going to be the case. TR, two new songs with a double album. Part one of the project, Country Again, Side A, will be dropping on April 30th in the entire double album, May 1st. I'm so excited for, for TR to come back. It's been a while. Last album he put out, Life Was Good. It was warm. It was great music. There was John Party in the album. That's when Life Was Good. Uh, I thought it was a great album. Luke Combs is back in the news. His birthday was recently. He's wearing the Crocs, and he officially retired Miller Lite. He plans to move on from Miller Lite and start drinking another plan of beer. I don't know what necessarily that means, but that's that. Luke Combs retiring. I, I caught a Miller Lite can from him at a concert once. It was in the House of Blues, and I caught it. He shotgunned it, and I, I had it, but I don't have it anymore. Luke Combs, uh, Luke, sorry, Luke's, Luke's everywhere, bro. Luke Bryan's down to one, like we just played at my number one song of the week, is now officially the number one song of last week. And that's pretty dope. That's kind of like a Tom Brady of country music, kind of. Is that too much to say? Is that too big of a push? Uh, yeah, Garth, you have your Garth Brooks, your Brooks and Dunn, but Luke Bryan is just not aging himself. He's just continuing to show out. Number one of a number one, and... Every time, like one margarita in 2019, one margarita, come on. I, th- I think that's kind of saying something. That's got to definitely mark them somewhere. Most recently, the American Country Music Awards released its nominees for all nominees and categories, and we'll, we'll touch upon them a little bit. There's so many different letter shows, CMAs, CMTs, MTAs, ACP, whatever the hell they are. There's just so many of them, and the ACMs to defer the two, the ACMs, in comparison to what you hear most of the time, the CMAs, the ACMs are more West Coast country. This is coming from, I don't know, I've just seen this on like websites. It means that it's country from the Western Coast. I don't know. I think there's a couple country artists. I know Devin Dawson's from California. I'm pretty sure Dirk Bentley's from Cali. Quote me on that, but pretty sure that's how that works. And then the CMAs is based in Nashville, which, again, is where all country is. So I don't know why they differ. I don't know why there's two different awards. But we'll touch upon some of the big-name awards right now. I guess the ACM is better. I don't know. I applied for an internship with them and didn't catch the the position. I don't know why they never told me. But I got an interview with a guy. I mean, that's got to be something, right? I, I interviewed, and they just didn't give it to me. Whatever, I'll just drink my tea to that, bro. Uh, the one I want to touch upon is because it's International Women's Day here, as we're recording, the new female artists of the year nominees are stacked. Every artist in this category deserves to win. The nominees are Ingrid Andress, came out of absolutely nowhere and had a couple number ones. Tennille Arts is another one, again, came out of nowhere with Somebody Like Us. A great tune, by the way. Gabby Barrett, new female artist of the year nominee again. I think she deserves to win. Although I would like for her to have a couple more number one songs and a couple more catchy songs other than just two. But it, you know what I hope did. You kidding me? It was a number one song for like four weeks in the summer. Mickey Guyton, big impact on female country music artists. Her story is phenomenal. And Kaylee Hammock, oh, pretty big names. I couldn't tell you who's going to win. Maybe Ingrid, maybe Gabby, maybe Mickey. I couldn't freaking tell you. Let's go over to Duo of the Year because this one's kind of close too because everyone in this category did something during COVID. And again, I believe this one is from the year 2020. I know that last year's we watched the ACMs like in September 
and they filmed it live in Nashville. They did that thing where they aired it in three major places in Nashville, which was the Ryman Auditorium, which is where many country artists have performed, the Grand Ole Opry, which is basically the Hall of Fame of country music, and a small little Bluebird Cafe tavern where artists perform and, you know, big big names came from this little cafe. So that's what they're doing this year. I, I believe the nominations are comprised of the success from the year 2020, which, again, I don't agree with. I, I mean, again, you can't do much in 2020. We're already doing 10 times more what we're doing then. But how are you going to base an award off of just streams and radio hits? You can, but you need tours and digital and, and promote all that, and you're not getting that. So the duo of the year nominees, Brooks and Dunn, so many songs. They did their re remastered version of all their songs with the new artist now. And it made me love Brooks and Dunn because quite frankly, I didn't grow up with Brooks and Dunn. I had no idea who the hell they were until like two years ago. And that's so crappy of me as a country music, whatever, journalist, call me whatever, country music analyst. I don't know. I, I apologize for you old time lovers. Brothers Osborne, TJ Osborne, hit big on the news recently by coming out as the first openly gay country music artist in history. That's pretty big. And unfortunately, it was during the whole Morgan Wallen thing that same day. That was a whole freaking fiasco in country music. It was just a whole thing. Dan and Shay, the third nominees, same thing. They got their arena stadium tour canceled, which was set to be one of the top grossing concert tours of all time. And I saw them open in 2019 for Florida Georgia Line, which is also another nominee in this category. But man, Dan and Shay had it rocking. They're releasing kind of good songs. I didn't like 10,000 Hours personally. I personally didn't like You Should Probably Go to Bed or whoever, someone had to go to bed and it wasn't me. I didn't necessarily like it. I liked Glad You Exist, which just came out now. I like it a lot. I like their upbeat stuff a lot better. That's just my opinion. So Florida Georgia Line, like I said, another duo of the year nominee. And the final, and last but not least, Maddie and Tay coming out of nowhere. Uh, a female group or a female duo, they were kind of hitting it big this year. I, I got to check out what songs they had recently because I was listening to Maddie and Tay. It was probably freaking 2014. It wasn't it was kind of a while ago. Yeah, I remember this one. This was 2014 right here. Here's a girl in a country song. Remember this one? That was 2014. You'll remember this right here. Good tune. This one too. I believe this was 20... November 12, 2014. This EP came out. The self-titled. How crazy is that? And then in the year 2020, I believe this was the first album that they released since. Okay, they had another album. So they had two albums, and then they released this random album five years later called The Way It Feels. They had pretty big songs in this one. There's the one that everyone listened to on the radio. I believe it reached number one. It's on every country radio station that you still hear today. It's just catchy. Every time I turn on a country radio station, 
this song was being played. And then there's another song that I... Oh, this one. It, I don't know if it was on the radio. I've talked about it on the Country Cast before, and I love it. I'm pretty sure I listen to it all the time, and I just don't remember it. Dude, that sounds like a, a song on the radio, you know? Maybe that should be their number next single. Tourist in this town is their next best one, according to iTunes. Ooh, I like this. Ooh, I'm adding this right now. Ooh. Maddie and Tay. Oh, do I kind of want them to win now? Oh, dude, they're underappreciated, I guess. No kidding. Oh, damn, that was a good song. I'm adding that now. Sorry, I had to take a sip of my world-famous Coke. Everyone knows I drink Coke from Cumbies, and it's just phenomenal. The best Coke is at Cumbies, and that's not an advertisement, I promise you. I might have to give the win to freaking Maddie and Tay, dude. I didn't know that was... <laughs> Can we listen to that? We got to pull that back real quick. Where was that? Tourist in this town is that song I'm listening to. That was freaking good, bro. Wow. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Maddie and Tay, dude. Let me I'll give that one to you. I'll upset win. I'll take. I will absolutely give you that. And the male artist of the year, Dirk Bentley, Eric Church, Luke Combs, TR, and Chris Stapleton. You can automatically cross out Chris Stapleton. I think he's kind of just there, just to be there. I would most honestly replace him with Luke Bryan. He's kind of doing a hell of a lot more than Chris Stapleton's been doing. Can we do a check on what Chris... I mean, <laughs> I'm bashing on him, but what's he been up to? Has he been... Let's find out. Yeah, nothing. I mean, nothing new, at least. He had that one song with Ed Sheeran that was kind of gas, though. Let me play it real quick. It's like a rock song right here. Anyone remember this? Like rock. This is Chris Stapleton. Like, I want to hear him sing. Hold on. It's kind of good. Ooh. Anything Ed Sheeran, dude. I, I, I love. I blow it. <laughs> Get it. The song's called Blow. <laughs> Someone please be my freaking co-host, bro. I need it so bad. So I don't know. He's there just to be there. Tennessee Whiskey, absolute anthem. Like, when I go to Nashville in the next couple months, I need to hear this song live. It's Tennessee Whiskey. I don't care what dive bar I'm in. I don't care which music bar, Broadway. I need to hear it live from an up-and-coming artist playing at a bar. Which all the which by the way, bars I believe are allowing live music now. If they're not doing it in Nashville already, I'm pretty sure that they're doing it now, as of like today. So that's some pretty good news. So Chris Stapleton, cross him out. Tr kind of too late to the party here for the nod. It's either gonna go to Eric, who won uh, last year's ACM Artist of the Year. He won like artist. I'm pretty sure it was Entertainer of the Year actually. That's like the best award to get. That's like the Heisman. I could see him getting it. I believe Luke Combs got it last year. And again, COVID screwed everything up because these award shows, this exact one happened like three months ago. 
you know? So it's all the same nominations, and they're all kind of similar. Nothing drastic. No big artist has come about, you know? Um, although the one thing that I did recognize is, we'll kind of lead this into it, is Morgan Wallen is not nominated for anything. Not Male Artist of the Year. I believe he's not a new Male Artist of the Year. He's not really new anymore, per se. And he is technically at the top right now. He is. He's he's there. And not, I don't think he's nominated for Entertainer of the Year, which is tough. Um, I'm looking at it right now. The Morgan Wallen Dangerous Double Album, which released on January 8th. It's already been two months to this date. The first week, it had 220 million streams. And again, everything is digital now. And it's still the number one album in the country and regular charts. I could be wrong in the regular charts, but I know it's the number one country album right now. Number two is, oh, it's starting over by Chris Stapleton. Wow, I totally just body Chris Stapleton and he just did a whole freaking album. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I'm so sorry, Chris. Let's play let's play it. Oh, I, and he did a song. Oh, Chris, dude. I I might have to I might have to edit that out. Chris Stapleton's album is so sad. He did a whole thing about um his dog passing away. He did a song called Maggie Song and it got big. I forgot about that. Like here it is right here. Oh, here's the thing. I haven't listened to it. Oh, oh. Oh, I might cry. Oh, shoot. You can't listen to the rest of that. I just, ooh. It's about the, the, the dog that passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry. Chris. All right, I give it to Chris Stapleton. I don't care. That was a great, great record. I'm so sorry about that. Shows how much I know country music, right? I'm freaking terrible. And this one, of course, is uh, featured starting over the title album, title song of the album. Great tune. That's so weird, because when I looked it up on iTunes, like, the album didn't pop up. And, of course, I knew the album. I literally tell you Chris Stapleton, it just did not pop up. It's kind of weird. I apologize for that. Uh, number three is Traveler by Chris Stapleton. Which is features again Tennessee whiskey, fire away parachute. That's the number three album. He might pull that that male artist of the year award. I'll give you a hint. This album came out on May fourth of what year? Featuring this song. Take a guess in your car or wherever the hell you are. Shout it out. Even if you're with people, yell it out. What year did this come out? Sweet. I know I'm good at singing. You get your answers in? Your guesses? 2015. May 4th, 2015, Chris Stapleton released his, I believe, his first album as a artist. He mind you, he was a songwriter. But <laughs> 2015, and that song is still doing pretty freaking good. Carly Pierce is releasing or just released 29 the album. Uh, with the song featured Next Girl. Great tune. Hey, next girl, you don't know I like Carly me. Pierce a lot. She's been through it all, too. She just divorced Michael Ray, I'm pretty sure, too. Michael Ray, again, big country artist. Maybe it's about this. The next girl. Oh, well, now I gotta listen, dude. You got Again, with country, you gotta listen to the freaking lyrics. Hey, next girl, 
I hope you don't screw over Michael Ray. Or I don't know. I That's kind of sad, dude. Now I'm kind of in my feels. I forgot about that Chris Stapleton song, dude. I'm going to have to listen to that and cry. Everyone gets in their car. I don't care who the hell you are. Whether you're 40 years old, whether you're 20, or you're 12 years old. You have once in your life gotten in a vehicle, driven, unless if you're not 12, because you can't, technically can't drive at 12, and have put on a sad song on purpose just to be sad. You can't say that you haven't done that because I've done that plenty of freaking times. If you're in that like sad vibe, that sad mood, and you want to listen to a sad song, you're going to do it just to feel sad. Well, the hell, I've done that so many times. You just own up to it. Come on, look at yourself. <laughs> own up to it. So that's that's it for ACMs. And again, we touched upon Morgan Wallen a little bit. He's still suspended indefinitely. I don't want to touch too much upon about it because of the controversial aspect. And it's still talked about within the country music and country radio industry and, and the business itself. And all I got to say is, because I haven't talked about it at all on a country music podcast, is that it sucks. I feel bad for the guy. I truly believe that he's a very genuinely appreciative and kind person. Although I agree with the fact that he had put out a statement and said, I'm going to go away for a while and work on myself. And I can a hundred thousand, ten percent agree with that. He should go away. He should figure his crap out and then come back for a second chance. Because in my opinion, people make mistakes. Yes. He's a superstar country elite top tier superstar who's still number one to this day amidst the controversy. I still think humans, superstars alike, can make mistakes because he is a human just like us. So take what you want from that. I do a thousand ten percent believe that radio stations should have pulled them. I think what he did is terrible, horrible. And I just think he needs to kind of come back stronger and make up for what he did wrong. Cause again, he needs to work on himself, man. Like he came back home hammered. He was boozing all the time and stuff, and he just wasn't him. And he's putting out this phenomenal music. So take it as you wish. I believe that I agree with what happened. I agree with the suspension. I agree with him going away for a while and not being placed on any nominations, not being placed on any charts. And that's going to be that way for a while until the label kind of reinstates him because that's how it should be. Until he comes back with something to prove that he is better, then he needs to kind of be away for a while. Does that mean a summerless Morgan Wallen? Probably. Which, honestly, for him to get better, I'm totally fine with. So, that's my take on it. Take it as you will. I I still like the dude. Everyone knows that, you know, it sucks because we've talked about him in this podcast so many times. He's been, I, I've talked about getting a mullet. And we've talked about him being the mascot for the country cast. And it sucks because we talked about him so much and we hyped him up. Because that's how great of an artist and a person he has become within the past four or five years. And not even. So take it as you will. I agree with everything that has happened in terms of his suspension and being pulled from stations. And some stations are putting him back on now. But I know around here, he's not being played. So that's going to just about do it for us here at the Country Cast. I've got a good swear in real quick. Hope I woke you up. I appreciate the listens. The support is just through the roof. It's astronomical. Uh, we're going to get a couple more artist interviews in the next couple weeks. I'm not home that much. So this is my my home stew, you know, the magical stew. So I'm only here once a week. You know, I'm doing stuff here. I'm working, kind of grinding. But 
I'm going to get as much interviews as I can. Summer is going to be coming up in a couple months, bro. I mean, it's going to be 65 in five days. So we got a big summer coming for you. You know, if you're just listening to this one and you haven't checked out the last interviews, go check them out. They're awesome. Hallie Kearns, Troy Cartwright, two great on the rise country artists that are making it freaking big, dude. So go check it out. I'm excited. I really am. I think a big summer is on the way. Probably have some guest hosts. Maybe if you want to hop on, shoot me a text. You know where to find me. But until then, thank you so much for listening to the CountryCast podcast. And be sure to rate this crap a five stars. I appreciate every single rating and review. Guys, we're not going to see you next week. But we'll see you next week on the CountryCast. <laughs> thank you all so much. I'll see you all next week on the CountryCast podcast, your favorite country music podcast. <laughs>